The following show contains views and opinions that may not be suitable for all audiences. Audience discretion is advised. Howdy, 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 everybody, and welcome to Thespian Talk! And we're a little bit later this particular week, although if you're listening through the backlog, it doesn't matter. But but for those listening as they come out, a couple of days late, because honestly, it was just not a good day, but we managed to reschedule for this one, and honestly, it's something we might, should do more often, now that we have at least one person who is likewise a little bit more flexible on scheduling, I don't know, um, at least as far as I know. But I am your host, Goma the Ranting Thespian, and my co-host is Michelle. Hello, and um, I guess that was a compliment, so thank you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, at least, that's at least as far as I know. Um, so, but but sometimes if you, sometimes you have to make up a recording, and well, this is it. <laughs> yep. Especially especially when when you want to stay on schedule for a particular milestone episode. Uh, which the next one is episode 200. Oh my god! So, okay, I know I was one and pointed it out, but that's 200 on the current numbering. So, how many do you think it is on the old system? Um, <coughs> probably 230. <coughs> oh, right, so it's not that far off. It's not that, it wasn't like you did a ton and then started again. Right. <sighs> you know, and, and, and that's just off, off the top of my head, trying to account for how many of the, uh, of the originals that were that were uh recorded and that's including ones that in- unfortunately ended up getting lost because oh. because the computer the laptop i had them on went fried before i could uh back them up and the reason why that particular laptop went all fried and everything well i got sick mm-hmm. and i didn't make it to any particular thing to unload the sick in time mm. oh yeah direct hit ew ew Ew, I'm eating, Goma. Sorry. <laughs> I'm eating pasta. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> oh, lordy. Oh, uh, so I feel bad for your computer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, but at least at least I still had a desktop to work with so shows could still get recorded and everything, but yeah. but oh well. But at any rate, uh, this this past week, so if it, it feels like every week, and, and it's been feeling like this ever since Trump got elected, every <laughs> week there is at least twenty-five to thirty things that are just complete and utter bullshit that go on in the world. Like Georgia has effectively banned abortion after six weeks. You know Would that you- time period where most women, to my understanding, most women don't, don't know, know that they are. That they are pregnant at the six week mark. So I was just looking at that on Twitter and getting angry. I thought, no, I've got to put the phone down now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and and rightfully so. It's like it's like really, I mean, they 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 you know they want to down the number of abortions. Which okay, fine, you know, you know how do, how do you want to you want to down the number of abortions? Well, how do you do that? Well, the obvious thing would be you know comprehensive sex education easier access to birth control uh you know pill like i what i say pills at first but there's more than just that you know yeah. all all of that but no their their idea is to try and turn america into the handmaid's tale or at least georgia and it's like no well, that's more trouble than it's worth number one 
<laughs> Sorry. Sorry, no, it's me. I'm I'm stepping over you. Okay, but uh, but yeah, it's it's more trouble than it's worth because number one, how if if nobody says anything and and she goes and gets a back alley abortion or in some cases goes out of state, which I'll get onto that in a moment, and hmm. gets the abortion and nobody knows how you how are you gonna how are you gonna prosecute that? You ain't gonna hmm. you ain't gonna be able to prosecute that. So that's number one. Number two. The, these these assholes over in Georgia are taking it further than I think most of us would have expected in certain times to the point to where if they know, if a woman is pregnant and she is known to be pregnant and she goes to, say, Tennessee or Alabama, South Carolina or Florida, anywhere out of state to get an abortion, and she gets the abortion and she comes back, they could charge her with conspiracy to commit murder. Mm. That's that is bullshit. It's like no, no. It's basically you know it's basically like either you have the kid or if you don't or if you or if you have the abortion, don't ever come the fuck back or we throw you in prison. That's not a thing that should be happening. And and from what I understand, they're not even counting for cases such as rape, incest, or 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 any other thing that an abortion would be a viable solution. Probably not even the life of the mother. And and I could be wrong on yes that, no. but pro life, you know. Yeah, pro life <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> well, the, the um Twitter I was looking at um I did, again I didn't start deep dive because I was getting angry. Yeah, but it said something about th- up thirty years in prison or capital punishment. Pro life. Yeah. yeah, you kill you you have an abortion, we will kill you. That's how that's how much they they appreciate human life on the quote unquote pro life side. You know, George Carlin called it best in the nineties. He called it anti woman. And that's basically <laughs> what this is. At what point does it become like does pro life suddenly become a, a punchline like the aristocrats? Because that's what's I mean I I'm... Yeah. Uh oh. You okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm okay. No, I just I describe myself as pro-choice, mm-hmm. obviously. Yeah. But that choice being, if I were to fall pregnant, I've never been pregnant. At least as far as I'm aware, I've never been pregnant because spontaneous abortion is also a thing that happens, like spontaneous miscarriage. Like yeah. you know, sometimes, like you, to your point, six weeks. It's before some women even know, and in that time, they could have conceived and lost naturally and just thought they were having a heavy cycle. Yeah. So I I am pro-choice for the fact that, you know, I'm pro-choice. But for me, that means, you know, if I were to fall pregnant, I would want to keep that baby because I kind of want a baby. Yeah. And that but, is... but for other people, that's like, oh, actually, no, I need to look at other options because of my situation. Yeah. Uh, it's just uh, fucking people, and it's and it's invariably men, and it's invariably conservative men that that do this too. It's not to say that liberal men don't pull this shit too. It's generally conservative men. Mm. Just god fucking damn it! I mean, it's like you don't have the bits. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> what was it? Rachel said, "No womb, no opinion." Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and and speaking speaking of right wing men who are being stupid 
uh, or at least mm-hmm. I'm assuming right wing on this case. Have you ever heard? Have you you've heard of this armored skeptic guy, right? Vaguely, yeah. Yeah, I, I vaguely know who he is, but apparently he's he's a right winger. I, I again, I'm assuming right winger here. Um, he made he made a series of tweets, and and I this is not typical for me to bring up. I don't think. But I want to bring this up because I do have something to say towards the end of, of this triple tweet of what the fuck. Um, so here, here's how he starts off. I cannot believe people are arguing over the right to post memes, which, number one, where? I, I <laughs> haven't seen any. But but then again, you know, it could have just fallen outside of my influence. Yes, memes can radicalize people. Any form of free speech can be used to prop- propagandize. Shutting down a form of free expression will only push people to radicalize. We should be battling propaganda, not expression. Um, Arizona, the Arizona Senate just this week passed a resolution that declares porn, uh, you know, actual, actual proper pornography as a public health risk. Now, this is just in their Senate. We don't know if it's going to get all the way up to their governor or whatever. Which means the Arizona Senate must have solved every other solution on the pl- face of the planet. Yep. But we know they haven't because we still have kids in cages. Anyway, but porn is generally the on the butt of shutting down a free expression thereof. But you don't see porn stars going out and, you know, forcing people to watch them have sex you don't see you don't see porn producers, you know, behind the camera guys or girls going out there and shooting up churches or anything, whether whether the buildings or the restaurant doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You know, that that's it's not pushing them to radicalize. If if the taking away of any speech, whether whether it's legal or otherwise, causes you to radicalize, first of all. What are you radicalizing to? What do you what do you see as radical? What you know? You know what what are the circumstances? If it's somebody posting hateful, hurtful Nazi imagery to try and hurt other people that are around them who might be Jewish or gay or anybody else, then yeah, you 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 need to suffer consequences for that. And in terms of places like Facebook, Twitter. Tumblr, you know, places like that. There, those are Tumblr businesses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, those are, yeah, those are Sorry. businesses that they don't have to abide by a the First Amendment. The First Amendment applies to the government, not shutting down your f- form of expression. Which these anti-porn laws and and one of the news stories that we're going to talk about today. They 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 kind of skirt that line a little bit. So, anyway, he goes on. Also, for those calling these shooters shit post killer and the meme terrorists are not helping. You're immortalizing these assholes just like they wanted. Well, see, here's the thing. It's better those than, the, than their names, because here's the thing. Mm-hmm. With a lot of these mass shooters that have been that have been coming up recently, they are generally key term here generally white guys and they are generally people from the right side of the aisle that's not to say that other groups can't do it too but this is just in general they are white guys all right so 
and the news has to report on them because we need to know what the fuck is going on. So technically they're already immortalized by the media. So yeah. Don't let every issue devolve into a race to see which side can destroy free speech first. Don't be part of the problem. Nobody is trying to destroy free speech, dude. It's just your speech has consequences. It, it, it's, it's like if, if I go up to somebody in a Starbucks and tell them I want to bend them over the counter and fuck them, then they have the right to not only refuse me service, but to have me escorted from the fucking building for harassment. That's, that's the, the thing. At the very least. Yeah. So, <laughs> my, yeah, I have the right to say that to that person. But they also have the right to fucking kick my ass out. That's called consequences. That's something people tend to forget. Now, this last tweet, this is, this is the one that, that's getting to me and getting to a lot of other people, too. Comedy, in general, is under attack these days. There will never be another Lenny Bruce or Richard Pryor or Norm MacDonald. Isn't MacDonald still alive? Or George Carlin or Eddie Murphy or Gregory Fleur, which I think that's Armored Skeptic's real name. I don't know. Uh, do they Eddie have Murphy to try to take memes away from us, too? <laughs> okay. Motherfucker. Let me learn you a thing. All right? I, I I am not a stand-up comic, it you know, you know as you as you see them, or anywhere else. I try to put humor into most of what I do in some way, shape, or form. Some of it is absurd. A lot of it doesn't land. That's okay. But there's also a thing that if you knew anything about comedy and even studied comedy, it's this thing called reading the room. That was cut. That came. That was. That was pretty much put out there, as far as I'm aware, by comics, by people like George Carlin or Lenny Bruce. George and and people, I've, I'm seeing more and more people, you know, using George Carlin as, as a way to say, nah, he he take he he would he would just you know bitch out all these liberal pussies and all that. It's like, yeah, he he did, yeah, he did go after the more softer, fluffier, you know, oh, think of the children type thing back in the 90s and even up until his death but he just as frequently posted you know i say posted he 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 talked and made fun of people who were just too patriotic or 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 would cling to their guns or what have you has anybody did, did if you guys ever listen to any of his stuff it's scary that his stuff from the 90s still applies in 2019 yeah and and even Carlin, I'm pretty sure he would have understood that you don't go to say, uh, you know, you don't get up in front of a church and start, you know, and, and start doing something that's totally against the church if you want to make them laugh. <laughs> and that's the key term, if you want to make them laugh. If he's not looking to make them laugh, then that, that's a whole different story. <laughs> but if you're looking to make somebody laugh and you want to get the audience on your side, read the room. Read what is most likely going to get the laughter and get them on your side, and you go with that. What these guys are saying is, oh, everything is funny. Everything's just joke. You can joke about anything. Yes. Mm. And Carlin did say you can joke about anything. But he also said it all depends on how you construct the joke, what the exaggeration is. That's that's the whole point of you can joke about anything. You need one good exaggeration to take everything way out of proportion. And he used that in, in a joke. I think it was like immediately after that, a joke about rape. 
and he made it work. <laughs> Why? Because he took one thing way out of proportion and he made it clear that he was attacking the rapist mm. as opposed to the victim. Yeah. So. Uh, I'm... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I'm not overly familiar with George Carlin. I've never really watched or heard any of his stuff. Um, I was going to say, for my, my thing, my favorite living comedian is Eddie Izzard. Oh, um, yeah. I've before. Uh, my favorite late comedian is Bill Hicks. Yeah, L- love Bill Hicks. Yeah, and uh, and there and there are comedians that I listen to, even if even if they don't have stuff that's recorded that they could put up there. They have podcasts that I listen to. Mm. Um, one of the, the, the one example I tend to go to are the hosts of Guys We Fucked. They are both <laughs> stand up comics. They both do comedy. Their their comedic styles are different from each other in terms of. Mm what I've seen of them in their stand-up bit, but even they'll tell you, yeah, read the fucking room, you idiot. And that's all I it can... is. And and if I the room is... Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, 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 it's fine. I'm stepping on you again. Carry on. Okay. And if the room is saying, hey, this shit ain't funny, you, you're, you're being an asshole, maybe listen to the room. Unless your yeah. point is not trying to be funny, but just being an asshole. And if that's what your point is, then at least fucking own it and take and and, and take your lumps that are due to you, metaphorically speaking. Mm. Sorry, no, I was yeah. gonna say I have an actual world example. Um, we were supporting a friend, well, a friend of a friend. He was doing a set as part of a competition. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how far he got. It was like well, low, low level. Um, I think he was like mid to high levels. He was like gotten through a few stages, but wasn't quite in the top, you know, however many yet. Um, so we were supporting him, and obviously we were watching all the other acts as well. Um, this is Dan Brighton, mm-hmm. and most of them were pretty good. Some were obviously better than others. Some were a bit nervous. Um, the MC was like really, really fun, and, and he was like, "Yo, if you're gonna heckle, heckle me. These are just babies, you know. I'll, I'll take, I'll take the lumps on behalf of them, but leave them alone." So for yeah. most of the night, it was pretty good. There was this one ass hat that was constantly heckling, and like the, again, every time MC said no, you don't have a go at them. If you're gonna heckle, heckle me. So there's this, you know. Yeah. So this one guy came out, and I don't know what the fuck he thought he was doing or where he thought he was. And he was, it was more like really bad poetry. And at one point he was like, oh, and then I got cancer, but then I got better, but then I decided to become a pedophile. Or something like some shit like that, and it was the guy because obviously it was competition. There was like people like the judges table that crashing up looked at him, and everyone was just like, "Oh, for God's sake!" Yeah. This kid came out afterwards, and the heckler started on him, and he's like, "I just had to follow that. You shut up!" But he shut the heckler up. Yes. <laughs> on the one hand, you got a really a cool story about this um, young comedian shooting down a, a really obnoxious heckler, but to to your point, read the, this guy just. You know, this really weirdo guy came out, was doing this really monotone set that he went into really weird directions in. Mm-hmm. The room was not. So, yeah, read the fucking room. You're not. You're nobody's laughing. Yeah. But thank God, thank God for the other kid, like you know, um, get rid of the heckler and breaking the tension again. Yeah. And did a really good set. I, I wish I kind of kept up with that competition. Found out who won. Um, in fact. <laughs> As much as I enjoyed um, the Friends set, I think some of the other comedians were slightly funnier than him. <laughs> yeah. Which, yeah, that, no, that it, 
and as overall it was a really good night but it is like yeah read the room if people yeah. aren't laughing or you know or the someone's flashing a torch in your face take the freaking hint yeah but uh. like, this i like I said I'm a, I'm a skeptic is someone I've kind of vaguely heard of. I I do watch a lot of um other skeptic debunking type channels like both for religion and science. Mm-hmm. And um I can't remember which one it said. Um but they allude I think they were alluding to I'm a skeptic because they were saying something about oh if I was you know um you know <clears throat> had um you know sort of heavy protection and and were um you know would think about things a lot. And I think oh oh they alluding to I'm a skeptic. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. Maybe I'll watch one of it because, like, it's like with anything when you're sort of exploring an area of YouTube, you know, you get you, you find the videos that you like, but then there's a couple of recommendations come up, so that you know, to have similar titles to the thing you see. So, oh, I'll check those out. So, maybe I've seen like one or part of a video before deciding now you're an asshole, I don't like you. I've done that a few times with like different things, like especially Doctor Who related videos. Someone's like opinionating, especially with Jodie Whittaker. Mm-hmm. People are. <clears throat> opinionating the thing i find most interesting about a lot of the people making commentary videos about Doctor who and jodie whittaker specifically is a lot of the really negative ones also seem to be american yeah and i don't know why that is i like if it was a british person criticizing her even I, i'm not saying i'll be happy with the criticism but well at least they're british <laughs> yeah, they've got a bit more, bit more license too. You know, like you're trying to put American values, your your values, you know, you know, whatever you think of American values, whatever. I mean, and I apologise if that's coming across as a bit snotty, but that's okay. Know, you're putting on a different value system to a, a show that is very, you know, it's a very British show. Oh yeah. And you know, we don't care. I, I've I kind of said this. Well, I don't know. I said it here, but there's a guy. Mr. Tardis, who does his reviews of each episode, and that's cool. He's he's um, been a he's been a fan for many years. I've only recently discovered him. But the way I discovered him is he was doing breakdowns of all the ratings, like for each episode. Like <clears throat> like here's the overnight figures, here's the week figures. Oh, and here's like the monthly figures, and then comparing it to the other seasons and doing his really good breakdown videos that mm-hmm. are literally. Separate from his reviews, separate from any opinions, here's the facts, here's where I got them from, here's what I think it means. Right. And a lot of them have been really good numbers, like especially compared to the last two Capaldi, era, Capaldi seasons. They, they've oh, yeah. actually been an uptick with, oh, no, the, the ratings are terrible. No, they're not. And here's uh-huh. the proof. Yeah. <sighs> Sorry, that went in a direction. Oh, no, that's that. okay. <laughs> these, these are the same kind of guys who... Who kept saying that Captain Marvel or or Last Jedi were gonna are, are tanking or are not doing good because they're boycotting it, Ooh. even though they're some of the biggest money makers in the last few years. <clears throat> I think Captain Marvel is still top five or just dropped out of the top five. Yeah, and that's only because Endgame came out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just. Uh, and and I think the common denominator with a lot of these a lot of these guys and and it's usually guys there there are women in more powerful roles in roles that are not just not just necessarily oh she goes and does the thing she's also not dressed for our pleasure if you will she's not eye candy who just happens to be able to kick a lot of ass or she says something that 
you know, about their behavior as a whole, or in general, that they don't like to hear, even though it's fucking true. You know, it's that fragile masculinity that they feel is threatened, which is what I, which is what I imagine most of the criticisms are. There are some legit criticisms, I'm sure, but but the most that I've seen, the most that uh, that that are that are thrown around are by people who are just upset they can't wank to them in the movie theater. You should be wanking in a movie theater anyway. Yeah, what are you, Pee Wee Herman? <laughs> That's an old reference. Dave, <laughs> completely um, non sequitur. I'm looking at my Simpsons game. I currently have 66 donuts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have devilish donuts. It's great. Um, but also... I, I did see a um, video specifically about Captain Marvel uh, from a YouTuber I've watched for more for their Steven Universe content. So, yeah, the dude what loves Steven Universe, he's not going to be anti-woman or right. anti-trans. Yeah. And even he was saying, look, here's what I think and why I'm having a bit of a problem with um, Captain Marvel. And it was mostly down to the fact that Carol just doesn't seem to have much of a personality to have on to. I'm like... I can't disagree with that. Huh. <laughs> you know, it's like she seems like a nice person, and you know she's she's quite powerful and, and that. Um, also, it might be the fact that she kind of I think is um, he said this as well. Like similar problem to Black Panther is they didn't quite know how popular their movie would be, so they got underwritten in the sequel they appear in. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, as. as because I was actually thinking about this earlier. It's like, because Carol's supposed to be leading the, um, you know, the, the, the phase four. Like, she's supposed to be the face of phase four. And someone was like, oh, well, maybe, you know, Doctor Strange or Spider Man would be a better fit. I'm like, well, I'm a big Cumberbatch fan, so I've got no problem with Strange being it. Or, you know, obviously, you know, Peter Parker's a very popular character in any franchise. Oh, yeah. But then I was like, oh. And so I'm not disagreeing with maybe they would be better choices, but like, oh, but hang on, isn't that slightly sexist because they want a, a guy to sort of be the face again? I'm like, yeah. Um, well, oh, Miles Bourne's Endgame, by the way, if you haven't seen it. Yeah. <laughs> um, which we won't spoil here directly, but if you know why, why would you know if why Carol's the um, you know going forward, she's it's been saying they've been talking about what happened. Yeah. Captain Marvel be the be the. Yeah. No, I just. <sighs> On the one hand, I can sort of see why people would be against um, Captain Marvel being the, the, the face going forward, because although I enjoyed the movie, I think she's a fun character and it was it was you know enjoyable. I can kind of agree with the fact that so far there's nothing really to hook onto. You know what you know what's what's her quirk, what's her thing. Yeah. Um, but on the other hand, what's wrong with having a woman leading the charge? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Shuri, I love Shuri. there you go she's awesome (laughs) Uh, so with that we're going to go ahead and take our little bit of break for this time and then we'll come back we'll have our news and and we'll see you on the other side hey folks we'll get back to the show in a moment but first I want to tell you about Patreon uh, Patreon is what I use to get around all of the YouTube ad- adpocalypse bullshit, and while I don't have a lot right now, every little bit does help, 
And if you like what you hear or what you see on any of my videos or podcasts, head on over there for as little as a dollar a month. You can get all of these things early before anybody else does, and you can get them completely ad-free. Yeah, I know YouTube right now is technically ad-free, but at some point I'm probably going to get big enough to where ads will start coming in. And those can be annoying, so you want to avoid that, right? If you go ahead and go now over to patreon.com slash gomer21xx, leave a dollar, five dollars, doesn't matter how much, you can get all of these, again, you can get them early, and you get them without ads, even when I reach the point on YouTube to where ads can be put on these videos. So, it's a win-win. And you can even avoid the ads that go up on the Anchor versions that go out to all of the other websites that are out there. No ads! It's great! Uh, so that's patreon.com slash gomer21xx. Okay, so since we don't have any traditional shoutouts this particular week, I decided to try and fill the time with a little bit of something. I'll try and keep it to five minutes. That's going to be my goal. Five minutes. <laughs> so here we go. Uh, the day I'm recording this, I found an image that was put up by USA Today Money. Uh, which sources it from a place called Ladder, or, or maybe Source Ladder, I don't know. But um, it's part of an article in which it talks about, well, money, because USA money. So this is a, this is a graphic denoting the average American spends almost $18,000 a year on quote-unquote non-essentials. Uh, and they go on to break down some of the typical American spends, you know, what what we what we spend on what are what are supposed to be non-essentials, um, which is and these are all average costs, so so bear that in mind. And as I go through this, we're all going to get pissed off together, I think. So restaurant meals two hundred nine dollars average per month. The problem is you're also putting truck drivers in there, and truck drivers eat out quite a bit. Trust me. I mean, fuck. At, at, when when I was on the road, I could easily spend two hundred bucks a week just eating out, and that's two meals, a, two good full meals a day. So there's that. Drinks one eighty nine. Again, accounting for truck drivers and others that travel for their job, and um, all that. Takeouts delivery one seventy eight. Okay, I can see that. Buying lunch one seventy four. Okay. Which you would think that would call, count for restaurant meals, but oh well. Impulse purchases, 109. So we, we, we have better impulse control for most things, I suppose. But, you know, ride shares, $96. By the way, need I remind you, this is all, they're all putting this under non essentials. And this becomes more clear that how much bullshit this is with the next one. Personal grooming, you know, combs, shower, caps, shampoo. That sort of thing. $94. I mean, I can make that stretch a lot further, but I also, admittedly, I don't shower every day. I shower enough, and I even have backups for when I can't shower. So, you know. But even then, I can make it I can make it last. Subscription boxes, 94. Bear in mind this is an average. Uh, depends on what those subscription boxes are. Some of those are food boxes that maybe you can't get any other way. Fresh food that you can't get any other way. Cable, 91, which, yeah, that's going low because we're unplugging and we're going to the internet. Now, if you're talking cable internet connection, that's a whole different story. Uh, online shopping, 84. Again, that could be for essentials. Now, they claim all of this is non-essential. Every last one of these, according to this, are non-essential, to which I say bullshit. Number one, 
Grooming is not necessarily a non-essential, depending on what you do, and depending on your own grooming habits. Sure, you can go without being properly groomed and still survive as long as you eat and drink properly, but it's going to cut down on the socialization part, and we're social creatures, so we kind of need to have that. So I, I wouldn't call that unessential, especially when you're going out job hunting, and especially when you're working, say, a restaurant job, which requires you to be properly groomed so your hair don't get into everything. So there is that. Uh, ride shares. Again, there are people that may not be able to drive for one reason or another. Maybe they don't have a license. Maybe they just don't. They lack the ability to drive. Who knows? And they need to be able to get around too, especially in more rural areas, which even around here, rideshare is scarce, but still. It, it, it's becoming more and more essential, especially when you have so many uh, government public transit problems. And it's like, yeah, I may as well hire somebody to take me directly to where the fuck I want to go as opposed to taking a bus and then walking two blocks to the restaurant I want to go to or the grocery store or wherever. So there's all of that. And at the end of the day, there's also one other thing to kind of to kind of wrap this up. I, we can go in depth on another episode or whatever, but I'm running out of my own set time. The fact that they're telling people not to spend anything on non-essentials while the upper 1% will waste their money on a golden Joy-Con set, just to, just to kind of put a thing in there, is, is laughable and it's infuriating and these rich people need to get their fucking heads out of their asses and realize that just because people are poorer than them doesn't mean it's their own fault. It does not mean they don't deserve to have any kind of happiness in their life. And now we're going back to the show. Thank you. We are back from the break, and I hope you guys check out everybody we talked about during the break. Check out the Patreon if you haven't, because quite honestly, I'm running out of employment options, it seems like, or at least it feels that way. I could get lucky. I don't know. But, you know, and doing this is probably the best thing I can do, and you guys can help with that. Uh, but only but only if you can afford it, obviously. If you can't, no no harm, no, ho- no foul. But, yeah. But, yeah. So I touched on this at the first part of the show, forgetting that I put this in as a top story. (laughs) But we're going to go with it anyway, because there are more details than I could actually put out there. That I had actually put out there before, I should say. So so out of Arizona, some legislators gave pornography a new title, Public Health Crisis. The Arizona State Senate voted Monday to declare pornography a public health crisis, but beyond stating such on the resolution, no further action is set to be taken. So they're just sitting there wringing their hands. I, I, I guess I guess hopes and prayers, thoughts and prayers are, are what they're going to use to quote-unquote deal with pornography. The bill states that pornography perpetuates a sexually toxic environment that damages all areas of our society, proceeding to list that potential detrimental effects on pornography users include toxic sexual behaviors, emotional, mental, and medical illnesses, and difficulty forming or maintaining intimate relationships. I would just like to note that I have been with my amazing girlfriend, Becky, for five years now, and I also have an insanely large porn collection, mostly digital. And we are doing just fine because we have healthy dialogue about not just sexuality, but everything else. So that is 
you know, and, and I'm sure we're far from the only couple who does this, by the way. Far from it. You know, I, I don't mm-hmm. think we're an anomaly in this case. So, nope. so this this whole idea of difficulty forming or maintaining intimate relationships, no, I don't think that's porn. That's other those those are other issues. You're just trying to scapegoat porn. But we'll go on. Uh, due to the advances in technology and the universal availability of the internet, children are being exposed to pornography at an alarming rate, leading to low self-esteem, eating disorders, and an increase in problematic sexual activity at, at ever younger ages. The bill states, okay. What? How do you mean children? Because some people would claim ch- children would be up to seventeen. Those are te- that's a teenager. Now, if you're talking like twelve and under, you know, kids are going to get into porn some way, shape, or form. Hell, I was sneaking it when I was eight. All right, that's just a thing. And yeah. I'd been I had been caught, I had been reprimanded, I had been I had been in trouble for it, but I still did it. Because it's because it's one of those things where it's like it's interesting, it's fun. And when you realize the activities you could do along with it, it gets even more fun. <laughs> it's like, come on. You know, and who is it harming? Generally nobody. <laughs> Unless you do it wrong, in which case, well, I mean, uh, uh-huh. you really gotta work on your technique. You know. I mean and and in terms of just uh, consuming it in terms of just yeah. consuming the porn. Um, yeah. And obviously we're meaning legal porn. We're not talking about child porn, you fucking sickos. Um, Eve, yeah. yeah. And and I know some people will be like, well, there's all these problems in the porn industry and things and stuff and people being underpaid or overworked or whatever. And yeah, that's pretty much any, you know, any, uh, uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? Uh, any industry. Media? Media too, yeah. Industry, media, whatever. You have that across the board. I think people get – and bear in mind, I'm kind of talking out my ass on this one. I would imagine people are getting more upset with the, with, the, with the bad stuff that goes on in porn because sex is involved. Because people see sex as a very intimate thing. And thus, if you do something wrong in that very intimate thing, it's more of an insult than going up and shooting somebody in the head in the middle of the street. You know, even though the latter will most definitely kill somebody and, you know, sex is more intimate to a lot of people. And I can understand that. But at the same time, not everybody sees sex as this very intimate thing. And when you're on a porn set, you're working. You know, it's not meant to be it's not meant to be truly intimate unless that's unless you and your partner or partners see Mm -hmm. that, you know, have that dynamic. Some people is just get in there, lube it up if you have to, and get it done. You know, that's all there yeah. really is to it. You know, some of the yep. writing and some of the uh, setups for it are a little bit, eh, but <laughs> but you also Depends know what you're into. Yeah, <laughs> but it is it's one of those things where it's like you know it's fake. You know, the sex itself is obviously real; it's obviously happening. And if you try and use porn. I've probably said this before on a podcast somewhere, but if you try and use porn as a guide to good sex, you're going to be disappointed really quickly. <laughs> yeah, you can learn some basics like, okay, that's what ha- that's generally what happens when you touch this part or that part or this goes there or what have you. Sure, you know, mm-hmm. but with, when you're performing, whether it's porn, whether it's live theater, whatever, 
you have to cheat out to your audience in some way, shape, or form, generally speaking. In porn, if you'll notice, you know, and, and I noticed this not only since it's been pointed out to me, but also because I, I, I know my way around a stage, you're cheating out the bits that you really want to focus on. In this case, mm-hmm. it's the, you know, it, it's, it's the penetration. Mm. So you want to focus on that. And most point and most of the time, and I and I know this is getting a little little deep in in, in TMI here, but 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 I'm getting to a point here. You know, you want to focus on that because that's what you do. So instead of like a couple being like straight on, you know, you know, uh, aligned with each other, one of them is at an angle, and I'm pretty sure that's not going to be that's not very comfortable for long periods of time. I'm pretty sure. So. So there is all of that. that. And that goes into the thing. And for these people to sit here and say, oh, it's a public health crisis. It's like, no, no, it, no, it is not a public health crisis. Not when you have things, like I said earlier, like kids in cages. We have fucking measles outbreaks because people thought Jenny McCarthy had a good idea. And, and I know it comes from some other quack doctor who she got the information from. But I'm blaming Jenny McCarthy because she's the biggest name I can think of right now. So... Um, it's just, uh, you know, there are bigger problems than we don't like that people look at porn. And apparently my computer decided to let me know that Reddit is a thing. Uh, <laughs> so at any rate, the point is there are bigger issues to deal with and I need to take a step back and get some water. So Michelle, why don't, why don't you put your thoughts out there on this, please? Oh boy. Um, okay, first of all, they're wankers. Uh, second of all, on the measles outbreak thing, on behalf of England, I apologise for Andrew Wakefield. Um, he's a dick. He's been um, struck off, and we try not to talk about him very much. Okay. Yeah, that that porn the... is awesome. There you Sorry. go. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what were you about to say? That, that was that was why I couldn't remember his name because it's like oh wait oh that's the that's the asshole okay but yeah porn yeah is awesome. uh, um okay so I am more of a late bloomer than Goma I I think I may have accidentally been exposed to porn at a similar kind of age I moved around a couple of times so I tend to relate certain experiences to where was I living at the time mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure. That where I was living up until twelve is when I first got accidentally exposed to porn. So definitely I was younger than twelve. Yeah. Um, but I didn't really look into or explore further until I was much much older. Um, you know, sort of looking at eighteen to yeah, you know, eighteen. I mean, okay. So when I got my um. I, for my 18th, my then boyfriend's parents bought me a passport, mm-hmm. and the first thing I did with it was get a, a blockbuster card. There you go. <laughs> and the first, and the first thing I rented was um, a film called Julia Has Two Lovers and the pilot for the Red Shoe Diaries. Yeah. Um, now, whilst they both sound salacious, Julia actually is only a 15, whereas Red Shoe Diary obviously is an 18. Mm-hmm. The main reason I got them is because they both um, starred David Duchovny, and this is the 90s, and I was a huge X-Files fan, and I wanted to watch them. Hey, like you do. 
they're still they're still but for me at that young still somewhat naive age I, it was still kind of kind of sexy for me yeah. i've now evolved like i alluded to before Tumblr is now boring <laughs> because you know they decide okay on the tumblr thing briefly if someone had seen something that it was genuinely like you know from kitty porn that was a story that i saw that was like oh no someone saw the the, like, the apple app saw someone looking at kitty porn and now they don't want to run the app and it's like oh we got to do this stuff one okay if that was true then that's fucked up and that shouldn't have been there in the first place agreed yeah. But you know, as someone who was using Tumblr quite a lot and looked at certain groups on Tumblr yeah. quite often, um, bollocks, because any time anybody sees something that is, um, you know, like super dodgy like that, or even something as simple as bots, they like do something about it. They report it. They, they <clears throat> make other people aware of it so they can report it. There was a day... Um, schedule where everyone was going to report on um, on bots. I, I didn't partake, but yeah. they uh, they scheduled a let's report this shit day, <laughs> and the the, the communities themselves. And this happens a lot, like even outside of like the more adult type stuff. Is like if a community is not happy with something, generally speaking, they will get together and try and sort it out. If the powers that be are not or seem to be not doing anything about it, yeah. So you don't need legislation to say, oh, about chat not look at porn because, you know, again, like I said the other week, jiggly bits of, you know, fun. Um, I just... I... I... From, okay, they're, they're getting to my own personal TMI. Some of the stuff I look at it tends to run more into the BDSM type stuff. Yeah. Because I'm a curious creature. Yeah. And even then, like, I've seen some that are, like, super misogynistic and super anti-feminist. And even they will have posts of, like, you know, you do know this shit's a fantasy, right? Yeah. <laughs> they make it clear for the people who yeah. don't get it to begin with. And, like, there's, you know, you'll see big posts about aftercare. Yeah. You know, and, and like, that are retweeted, like, a billion times because, you know, you need to talk about aftercare. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's... It, again, it, it, like with the um, abortion thing, it's about controlling what people do. Yeah. <clears throat> and I do. I also want to note, a little f- bit further down in the article, uh, they, <clears throat> there's a report that Senator Sylvia Allen, who voted in favor of the resolution, a Republican, obviously, <clears throat> she acknowledged <throat> that the measure wouldn't take action in terms of outlawing or banning pornography, but it will still have an impact because it's the first time we're making a statement about the epidemic of pornography. Really, the epidemic of guns. Yeah, we have a bigger well, the gun epidemic. epidemic. Of measles. Yeah, I know we got we have a knife problem at the moment. But as I said to you guys the other week, we are acknowledging the fact we have a knife problem and trying to deal with the knife problem. Yeah. Whereas America, if you try and acknowledge, oh, we have a problem with guns, but they can maybe fuck your Second Amendment rights right now. Okay, seriously. <coughs> yeah. You know. And part of that also has to deal with the terms well-regulated militia. We are not militias. Shut the fuck up. Yep. Uh, and there's, as far as I can tell, there's no regulation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we'll go from there. Sticking to kind of the similar sexual topic, but just barely. 
but this also ties into another larger issue, which I also kind of alluded to earlier when we were talking about uh, the whole comedy thing. Uh, out of out of Lake City, Florida. That's a two, two and a half hour drive from me. Fun. So, yeah, it's right. It, it's right there in the. Uh, it's it's right there in kind of the arm. I want to say the armpit, but like a little northwest, northeast of the armpit. <laughs> anyway, uh, authorities say a Florida man was jailed after refusing to remove an obscene sticker from his truck's window. The Lake City Reporter reports that 23-year-old Dylan Shane Webb was arrested Sunday and charged with misdemeanor counts of violating the state's obscenity law and resisting an officer without violence. First of all, I live in Florida. This is the first I've heard of an obscenity law. <laughs> and also, fuck your obscenity law. The Columbia yeah. County Sheriff's Office says a deputy pulled Webb over near Lake City because of a sticker that crudely described his sexual appetites. Which means he likes to suck dick. <laughs> That, that's my interpretation of it, at least. Um, the deputy initially cited Webb for obscenity with a notice to appear in court. Hey, I, I, don't, I don't like the fact that you have that in your windshield. Come see our judge. Uh, the officials say the deputy then told Webb to alter the sticker to change to the derogatory part. But Webb refused, citing his First Amendment right to free speech. That's, yep. when, the that's when the deputy charged <laughs> Webb with resisting and took him to jail. Webb was later released on a $2,500 bond. Jail records didn't list an attorney. Now, this, you, you, you know, every, every motherfucker who claims that our First Amendment is under attack because fucking, you know, Alex Jones and, and fucking Nazis are banned from Facebook or what have you. No. Number one, that's a private organization. They can have whoever they want, whoever the fuck they want on their platform. We're all on there. Uh, under their good graces, okay, they don't have to do this, but they do it out of okay profit. But, but still, <laughs> the fact is, they still allow us on their platform. And if they don't want you on their platform, you ain't gonna be there. Yep. All right. And if you try and go on there with a separate account, they will find out and they will remove you. Okay. Yep. So that is not a violation of First Amendment. This officer telling this guy, and, and 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 even the obscenity law itself, saying that he needs to change or remove this sticker, because this officer apparently was offended enough by a guy having a sticker that I'm I'm pretty sure. Again, it doesn't say so explicitly in the article, but I'm choosing to believe that this guy had a, a sticker that says "I like to suck dick" or something like that. Or something, or something of that sort, to where if a woman had that on her on her uh, windshield or her window or whatever, this same officer probably would give her a pass, thinking, "Yes, yeah, I bet she does like to suck dick." Mm -hmm. And just on a side note, I'm pretty sure, and and this is based on absolutely no empirical data. This is just me thinking out of my ass. I'm pretty mm -hmm. sure 90 percent of women enjoy sucking dick. Just putting I that out there. There you go. See, there's one there. So, <laughs> so a woman stating that she enjoys sucking dick should be about as mundane as going outside and seeing a cloud in the sky. That's how mundane it should be. Yeah. Now, to get back to the actual issue, this officer clearly, clearly uh, rolled right over his First Amendment right to free speech because that's what he's doing. Mm -hmm. You know. 
and with resisting. Oh, you 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 talk back to me. You're resisting, and it's like yeah. And I'm pretty sure that, and also I think Webb is also white because if that had been a black guy who had done that, he'd probably be dead. Just that's a whole other thing as well. But <laughs> but again, you know, and the obs- and and whatever obscenity law that's there can go fuck itself too because that's also violating first amendment right to free speech it doesn't matter you know the people on the right like to say fuck your feelings you know you know you know who cares if you're offended or whatever but these are the same kind of people that take offense to a guy having a sticker that says i like to suck dick or have my dick sucked i don't know on his on his window you know these are the same kind of people that say oh don't 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 regulate our speech We'll, we'll regulate your speech like the fucking hypocrites they are Mm. Uh, so those uh, that's my thoughts what about yours um well i was just trying to think to myself and i'm gonna go off memory uh isn't the first amendment um along the lines of about separation of church and state Mm -hmm. um media and the government can't tell you what to do or say yeah right to free speech is Right, freedom uh, to speak, freedom to assemble, um, and freedom of worship without the government intervening. Yeah. yeah. So in other words, okay. So yeah. So in other words, what, what these these assholes in the government are doing by trying to push Christianity down everybody's throats—that's violating the First Amendment. You know, because they're saying they want to make Christianity compulsory. Compulsory. Ugh. I'm probably okay. you know, I'm probably exaggerating a bit, but probably not by much. <laughs> Oh, no, no, no. I don't think you are, but evangelical Christians, not just regular Christianity, not like the, the funky C of E, which I, technically I am, but yeah. evangelical. Yeah. But no, my point was, dear listeners, is, as I've mentioned before, this isn't just a cute accent. I am actually a British person living in England. I know the First Amendment. Yeah. <laughs> Secondly, so what? LS is actually, and, uh, and this is... Even accepting the fact that we, you know, we've both agreed that porn's cool. Um, unless there's actually obscene imagery that could be seen by actual little small children or, or people that might find that upsetting. I don't see how it's, it's you know, wrong to have it. If it's just words, then fine. If there's an actual image that could be seen as somewhat crude or, or, or dodgy, maybe... But yeah. again, it's still it's still technically stepping over his um, free speech rights. But if, you know, depending on the type of imagery, I mean, I'm not necessarily sure I'd like to see it in the wild. Yeah. Um, you know, especially if a, a small person because it. But then again, a small person isn't necessarily going to understand what they're seeing. Yeah. So <clears throat> again, depending on how, I mean, for your to your point about how how old is a child technically seventeen? Yeah, technically. But I I kind of agree with you that like. 12 or, or under is kind of like, you know, child, and then you get into preteen, teenager. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, and again, to that point, some are bloom later than others. I was a late bloomer, you were clearly a, a, an early bloomer, and, and anyone could fall anywhere in between that. Yeah. So, if, if there is actually imagery that is, and regardless of whether it's, um, you know, the imagery is um, het or homo, to yeah. use an expression. Um, that could still be a problem if it's imagery. If it's just words, get over your fucking self. Yeah. And honestly, <laughs> I would say even imagery 
at, at this point, I would I would say they mm. can get over themselves too, especially if it's on a moving vehicle. That's likely not going to be. I mean, from what it sounds like, it sounds like he's just driving through. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and lots of people drive through Lake City. It's right there at the at the cross between I ten and I seventy five. So again, it's just, sorry, it's trucks window, so that's going to be high. So the odds of, of a little kid seeing it is very slim as well. Yeah, it depends on the truck. But even even if a little kid saw it, they're going to be like, "What's that, Mama?" And Mama has to have a conversation with them. But that's about it, you know. And and again, this ties back to oh God, so many things are tied back to George Carlin in this episode. I, I feel like <laughs> because again, one of his one of the things he talked about. Was this whole think about the children, save the children, and bear in mind this was 1999. This was 20 years ago, mm, and we still have God. this problem with what he called child worship. Think of the children. No, oh, we got to save the children. You know what he said? Fuck the children. <laughs> Fuck them. You know, and and yes, you want to protect your kids from pretty much everything. Fine. You know, you want to protect them from harm. Fine. Guess what? A dick is not going to harm them unless that dick is physical, real, in their face, and, and slapping them. Then it's harmful, and then you have a whole different set of crimes on your hand. But yep, just a picture of a dick? No. And and yep. if you keep – and if you as parents out there, and, and even people in general, keep putting this all in a box of things we do not talk about with our kids because we are either uncomfortable with it or what have you – then you're going to perpetuate the cycle of, 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 uh, 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 there's a word. I wanted to say modesty, but that's not the word I want. Uh, this, this, this regressive shit that's going around that, that people just don't want to talk about sex. And then you have people in it that, that will, you know, that don't talk about sex education, people who want to say that abstinence is the only way to, to, to prevent pregnancy. And for those who don't, if, you know, they don't have any other, things they start drinking capsules of bleach when they think they might be pregnant it has happened Ugh. and for the record yes bleach bleach will kill a fetus yeah but it'll also it could also kill you just saying so one one other quick point i want to make um mm -hmm. when i was skimming the story earlier i actually i missed the the um the, the the little a and I actually thought it says um it was just a story about Florida man like it's become that ubiquitous and I was disappointed that it wasn't. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it would have been so much better if if it was just a Florida man story. <laughs> but but all right, uh, hopefully hopefully we can leave the sexual shit behind. Uh, but but we're gonna be jumping into some other shit. Uh, uh, yeah, I I have to say um. I, Possibly to my but is definitely a hard pass for me. Yeah. So <laughs> this one this one is out of Georgetown, Kentucky. Are you interested in a two hundred dollar jar of poop from nineteen ninety seven Kentucky Derby winner Silver Charm? If so hard limit. <laughs> yeah. If so, the jars by Kentucky for Kentucky went on sale May first. The Lexicon Herald leader reports that artist Coleman Larkin is the mastermind behind the expensive crap. Ah! Okay, okay, okay. Article writers, leave the puns to me. Okay. Sales from the Derby Turds will go toward Old Friends Farm in Georgetown, a thoroughbred retirement facility Silver Charm calls home. 
The newspaper says supplies of these resin-coated feces is limited. Larkin says the most difficult part of the creative project is asking the type of people that own million-dollar thoroughbreds if I could please have some horse turds to put in jars. Money's going to apparently a good place. Yeah. So nothing wrong with that. But nope. you're still selling shit! <laughs> Literally. I mean, like, I, I don't know... I mean, maybe if you're turning that into fertilizer? That's about the only yeah. thing I can think of, but... Because it's whole shit. Yeah. So, but that's about the only use, unless you want to... Unless you want to keep it in a very airtight, sealed jar in your living room, and people come and say, well, what's that shit? Well, that's, <laughs> that's what it is. No, literally, what I is mean, that shit? No, that, that that's what it is. It's horse shit. Because um, I have a very, um, you know, grass-based diet. I don't think a horse shit smells that bad. I... From, from my experience. I mean, well, actually, Aaron probably have to tell us more about it because he's got more horse people in his family. But um, from what I've, you know, been around fields, you know, actual, like, when, you know, with, uh, we've had muck spreading, which I think is more... A mix of stuff, but like generally, if it's like if they've done something to it, yeah, I think cow smells worse. <laughs> yeah, ah, uh, well, I'm in a rural but area I'm myself. Not so I like, put, I'm not gonna pick up a you know a lump and, and test it. No, <laughs> no, 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 I, I, uh, I was also thinking to myself, doesn't um, you know, that kind of stuff degrade over time but then again again because of the high fibrous thing maybe maybe not so quick maybe but who but knows? it's still potentially degrade and it's still if it I, I know this is going to sound just as weird right but if it was like maybe they took a molding and they were selling moldings of the the, the thoroughbred turds Maybe that could be a fun and interesting talking point because it's not an actual turd. Yeah, but it's still a weird thing to have. Just a little bit, yeah. <laughs> Unless you're using it for joke purposes. Oh well, in that case, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> but I, so I, I seem to remember, and maybe I'm misremembering, but wasn't there the whole thing? Um, with um, Siri Cruz, where Tom wanted to have her first poop bronzed or something, which is still weird, but at least he's the, her father. That is, ah. yeah. Oh God, that's that's the that's part of a Bill Cosby joke gone really, really wrong. Yeah, uh, and it's also wrong because well, it's Bill Cosby. Mm. So I missed. I I kind of part of that um, clocked out. Um, yeah. But okay, but okay, I'll, I'll explain it, because because um, one of Bill Cosby's uh, bits from the '80s involved first-time parenting, okay. and when you first when you first see the poo poo, you're proud of it, and you're <laughs> showing it to everybody, and then a few weeks I later, just... and then a few weeks later, as he put it, God put odor in the poo poo, uh, and then it's I'm not so good. I might have actually seen that sketch now you're saying it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I watched I watched that particular show a lot as a kid. So Oh. It, it was great. But um Yeah. But yeah. So you want spend two hundred dollars, you can get some horse shit. There you go. <laughs> I 
why why there are better things to spend money on. Yeah. Like again, going to your point of it's for a, it's for a charity, it's for a retirement um, farm for horses. That's that's nice. Spend two hundred pounds on their merchandise. Yeah. Or give a direct donation. That works. Or too. buy buy feed. You know. Yeah. If you're just gonna throw the money away and not have anything, you know. Just, Oh, I don't know. I just buy some saddle wax. Just, at least that'll be last longer. We use. Yeah. Uh. I mean, I'm guessing like a high grade saddle wax probably could um, go up. Depending on how much you're getting. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. Again, I don't know much about equestrian stuff, but you know, if you're getting the good stuff, you you going to want to pay the money. But <clears throat> again, if you're getting a jar of a tin of high grade saddle wax for two hundred dollars i'm guessing it's gonna last a while yeah oh dear so we're gonna go back to florida for this next news story ormond beach an ormond beach man is accused of ordering three teenagers out of a community pool area and firing a gun at them to make a point authority yeah (laughs) authority said richard marcel 66 confronted a group of teens at a community pool in the village subdivision off nova road the pool was for residents, and authorities said one of the teens who lives in the community had two friends with him as guests at the time of the incident. Police said the teens were not aware Marcel had a gun in his left hand. By the way, did I mention that Florida is a stand-your-ground state? Because it is, and it shouldn't be. And But that's neither here nor there. Uh, surveillance images show a man identified as Marcel holding the weapon while on the pool deck. Deputies said Marcel pulled a handgun out and fired around into the ground next to the group. At least he didn't fire it at, you know, into Mm. one of the people. Thank goodness for small favors, I suppose. Authorities said Marcel is a member of the Homeowners Association. Oh, one of those assholes. And told the teens he was enforcing pool hours and that the pool area closed at sunset. Officials said the teens told Marcel they were staying after they noticed a sign that read the pool is closed at 10 10 p.m. And it was only 9 p.m. According (laughs) to the report, Marcel said, no, you are not. And then fired a single shot. Now. Here's an important thing. Officials said the HOA did change the pool area hours, but had not alerted homeowners or posted the new hours. So essentially, they were in the process of changing it. These teens did not know, and they didn't update their sign. So for all intents and purposes, it looks like this Marcel asshole mm-hmm. pulled this out of his ass, according to them. If I'm pretty sure if they had known, because they sound like good kids yeah. to begin with. So if they had known that they had moved it back to 9 p.m., then okay. I'm pretty sure they would have been like, okay, fine. But they didn't know. Mm-hmm. And police said the teens were stunned, one asking if Marcel really shot at them. Marcel allegedly said, yes, I am putting my own life at risk. What risk? These are three teenagers hanging out in a pool. What risk? What what was what made your life what made you fear for your life so much that you had to take a gun to these kids? There was no risk. And there's a pool right there. It is shallow enough you could probably have knocked one or two of them into the pool and they would have been out. Mm-hmm. It's just you're you know, are you are you that insecure, Mr. Marcel? 
Uh. Oh, and his neighbors told the local news that he does a lot for them, saying he's not the kind of person to carry a gun or threaten children. Well, he's obviously the kind to do both! Or at least threaten <laughs> teenagers! You're obviously wrong! <laughs> and the police, even the police are saying the surveillance images suggest otherwise. Like, yeah! <laughs> Dude's running, walking around like, like he owns the place. You know, these homeowner associations should fuck you. You know? Fuck off! <laughs> if if it's not the stated rule, then, then you go fuck off. If it's being updated, they need to update that shit quickly. You know, there was you know what, there's actually a time. I can relate this to when our family had a gas station. A gas mm-hmm. station auto garage type place. And yeah. for a while we would offer credit to people who, who needed it. And these were people who, you know, they were they were they were more down on their luck or whatever. And, of course, some of the rich people also took advantage of it because they're fucking rich people, but I digress. That wasn't mm-hmm. my call to make. But we got to a point where we could not extend credit because it was hurting us too much, which is yeah. just the nature of how things went. And that same day, we printed up signs, and we put them up out there at the pumps and, and all over the place so people would yeah. know. And one guy... This motherfucking guy, this guy who thinks he owns the entire goddamn town, even though he is nowhere near any position of power in this town, he's not, he's not even related to anybody who has a position of power in this town, as far as I was aware, comes in, says, All right, you, you put it on credit, and I, and I told him, no, we can't do that anymore. And he's like, but it's me, I told you put it on credit. And we got into an argument over it, and he said that we should have let everybody know before it happened. And it's like, motherfucker, it just happened today. We put the signs out there so people like you would know if you would read the goddamn sign. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the same guy who who got upset that I carded him. And in my defense, yeah, he does look old enough but I was also getting into the habit of carding people. So I carded everybody. And of course, he got all indignant about it. And legally, if they refuse, you don't sell them the product. Nope. You know. (laughs) And that's that's when people learned where I get... And that's where some people would learn, you know, know, how ranty I get. It comes from my mother. (laughs) She came out and bitched him out and he ran away <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah so fuck fuck this 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 Mar- Richard Marcel asshole fuck you uh, quick question what is a stand your ground ruling thing basically stand your ground is if somebody is invading your home you have the right to use lethal force uh, at all times I think we kind of have a similar thing where it's like, you know, reasonable force. I mean, there was a, a quite famous one where a farmer um, shot a robber. Yeah. And it, it went to court. It was quite public. And I think it ultimately came down to, well, no, they were in your house. So, you know, I, I can't remember if the guy died or not. I think that's why it became a big thing. Yeah. Um, but it, I think it did ultimately come down to self-defense time served. Yeah. yeah. And... Because he was, in, he was an evading force. But beyond that... If, if you're in like in a public, a more public area, like this sounds like, well, I think it's like, it's like public private, isn't it? It's within a compound, but not anyone's individual space. Right. So. 
Yeah, no, yeah. that's not an invasion, especially um, presumably the kids live there. Yeah, and it's just ah, uh, and 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 yeah, oh, and and if the rules are going to change, let them know quickly. We even, yes. even my example, we let them know quickly if they came up because usually that's when they do it. They come up and they're like, "Oh, hey, there is a sign there." If you would just take and, two seconds and read, you would know it. A more straightforward universal example would be if a card machine goes down. Yeah. Or we have to go cash only. Yeah. Or whoever has to go cash only. you got signs up, sorry, cash only. Yeah. Because uh. that's... that's the, but yeah, I mean, if, if they were generally changing the policy, then yes, they definitely should have put the signs up. Mm-hmm. But by the sounds of it, they hadn't. So as far as the kids were concerned, they were in the right. Um, it sounds like they were being a bit cheeky, but again, as far as they were concerned, they were in the right. Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry if uh, you know I haven't been a teenager for over 20 years, but well, okay, almost, 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 almost over 20 years. But point being, I haven't been a teenager for almost two decades. But even I, I, you know, if I was a teenager and I was in a place that, by all by all signs, I knew I had a right to be there. And some asshole comes up with a gun and tries to tell me to get the fuck out. I'm like, you know, or 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 even without a gun, because if you had a gun, that might that would probably change the situation in my eyes, you know, in, in yeah. my experience that very much. But gun aside, if some asshole came up and said, "No, you need to get out of there because it's closed," I'm like, "No, motherfucker, it's it's, it's the sign's right there," you know, mm-hmm. you know. I I think they've earned the right to be a little cheeky to this asshole. Oh yeah. <laughs> if that's the worst thing I could say about them, is there being a bit cheeky? Then, you know. Yeah. I, I mean, there could be a whole backstory. They could actually be little shit. They could have been tormenting him for whatever reasons. But I don't think so. The impression I'm getting from this story is just like he he got his Hitler on, or is this Napoleon complex on, and say, like, "Yo, you're breaking the rule that I as I understand it." And they're like, uh, "No, that's the sign over there. That's the rule we're following." Yeah. Just ah. Uh... So our last story, to kind of tie it back to the whole sexual theme we had for a good portion of the episode, <laughs> I I don't I did not intentionally plan it this way, but <laughs> but here we go, and I'm assuming this is out of maybe Pennsylvania, I don't know, but a bingo hall in Prince Albert was caught with its pants down Monday night while patrons got a lot more than they expected. Oh. One of the TV monitors at Carnival Bingo suddenly started showing a pornographic video. The red face <laughs> incident, which is being blamed on a security hack, was filmed by a patron on their mobile phone and shared to Facebook where it has been viewed extensively. <laughs> and that was probably taken down slower than a woman going topless. Or a breastfeeding yeah. woman. But <clears throat> yeah, we had some new technology installed in the building and we had a bit of a security breach with the technology manager Tard Burner told local news. We've since had that corrected. That reminds me of a thing that happened years ago where somebody got on the PA system in Target and was playing hardcore porn. <laughs> and it's like, oh my god. <laughs> and the thing is, it's just, it's just, honestly, it's one of those things where it's like, somebody was just trying to have fun. And with the puritanical <coughs> bullshit that places like Arizona are trying to push on everybody... You know, mm-hmm. maybe you just need to put that in somebody's face and say, hey, look, this isn't as bad as you think. You know, it's here. Deal with it. It's better this than somebody trying to hold you your shit for ransom. 
So, and if you're go- and and if you want to get attention, there there's that's a good way to do it. Just hacking some porn. <laughs> also, I mean, so this is an actual place, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because a Prince Albert is also a name of a certain type of piercing. Yeah. <laughs> for those for those who don't know, that is a dick piercing. Yeah, haha. <laughs> Which apparently is because you know he was had a big thing and he tried to address it once. Like, uh, apparently that story is apocryphal, but the basic story is that um, Prince Albert was quite endowed and he needed to put it one, just need to tuck it away somewhere. So he he had the piercing to um, and a hook inside his trousers, keep yeah. things in place. But apparently that's the that's the rumor. That's the story. But apparently that's apocryphal. But I, I don't know if he did if he, if he did have piercings or not. Um, but it's still a fun story. Yeah. <laughs> Just, uh, just, but you know, hey, tech, tech breach, security breach. At least it's harmless. Yeah, I mean, again, as long as um, no little leads around, because again, I am, you know, it, it's the whole thing of would they even understand it when they saw it, but you don't necessarily want to purposely expose them to it as well. Yeah. Um, so, but it's also bingo but, hall. It's mostly old people there anyway, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I mean, that might have been, that might be the most excitement I've had in a while. Then <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, uh, with, with the deepest love and respect to old people, but yeah, of course. Oh, so that <laughs> is people that they got a better sex life than me. That's the question. Yeah. Oh, old people shouldn't have better sex lives than you. Yes. Uh, so with that, that is going to be our show for this week. Thank you guys for listening and being with us throughout this entire slog of an episode, it feels like. <laughs> uh, I'm looking it at my timer. It, 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 it felt like it took longer than what it did, and my timer is telling me otherwise. So, Which, I don't, um, I don't know if that's a good or a bad one, but hey, you know. Uh, yeah, I've got 113. That's about average. Yeah. So, yeah. But, of course, the finished episode is going to be probably a little bit longer because we still got to put in the break stuff, so... But that's okay. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, next time next time is going to be episode 200. Not going to be one next week because the recording day falls on Mother's Day. And it's like, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll just all take off that week because it's Mother's Day. Um, okay, small point on that. Proof that Mother's Day is a Hallmark holiday because we've already had Mother's Day. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, a Hallmark holiday. There you go. But, yeah. And also, I have I have an agreement with my mum that I like. I get her things when I see something I think she might not like, not because the calendar tells me to. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but I also, you know, I'm I'm pretty sure you know, you know, I, I don't I don't know if either Cat or Aaron would want to spend time with their mothers or or what have you. If if they do that, I haven't asked. But oh I'm, no, I'm 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 completely respectful of the reasons why you don't want to do it next week. I'm just saying it amuses oh, yeah. me because we've already had it. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, but the week after that is going to be episode 200. So, what I need from you guys is send in questions. And we do have, and and I should have mentioned this at the top of the damn show, but I've finally remembered that this show does have its own Twitter account. Uh, I, I want to thank Holly Christine for reminding me of that through the Unawesome's <laughs> account. Thank you, Holly. Um, thank you. So, so that that is going to be going, all of these shows are also going to be linked up on the Twitter account, it's Desktalk Show, I believe it is, without looking at it. Um, that yeah. Will, that will be in the doobly-doo. And the 
in, ter- in terms of that, that, that is something I do want to address as well. Because mm-hmm. when I put it up on Anchor, there's not as much information as you see it on like either the site or on YouTube. Or, or even on Patreon, although with Patreon, everybody on Patreon knows, yeah, we're, we're patrons. We know this shit. We don't, we don't need that extra bit of information. But, mm-hmm. but, but for Anchor, for whatever reason, it doesn't like trying to save long walls of um, show notes, even though the space is there for it, which I don't know why. But, you know, it's on the site. It's on the uh, YouTube um uh, the YouTube version as well, which is also the version that ends up going on the site. So, which is also important to note because past few episodes, the MP3 versions have been having, Anchor has been having some issues getting some of the MP3s out to, to pretty much everywhere else. I don't hmm. know why. Um, but best bet, go to the Fast Me Talk YouTube channel or just follow it on the site itself and you'll always get the episode. I need to try and remember to actually put the MP3 link along with them. Um, I'll try and remember to do that this time. But, but you know, it's it's one of those... Ugh, the, 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 the fun of, of the background work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, episode two hundred. Send in your questions. We'll 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 answer your questions. Like you know, just stuff like you know, background of the show that maybe I hadn't gone over well, or maybe it's something you want to verify or what have you um, about the show. Uh, we we I think we can pretty much decide what we will and will not answer when we see the questions. Um, yeah. Um, but um. I'll, I'll I'll look at questions if people actually want to ask me questions. I'll I'll look. Yeah. And I'll laugh and I'll. Thing. Oh, I did just remember something um, that I was going to about the uh, I think the porn story. One of the stories. Mm-hmm. Um, Jill Barrett recently did a video. Um, Don't punch Tom Hiddleston in the face, where oh. she's talking about flight coordination yeah. and mentioned the fact that for um, there's actually a love scene coordinator. Hmm. Um, that that that's a thing. Um, so yeah, that, yeah. Just just remember that um, if you follow uh, Jill Barrett, <laughs> um, um, she does. She does cute videos, and uh, that was one of the things she had to have to mention. That was like, as you were talking about, like porn being real or not, or whatever. Oh yeah, there's this this choreograph is for sex scenes. <laughs> yeah, there you go. But uh, but but yeah, to, to take it back to the to the thing though, uh, episode two hundred. Send in your questions. Um, you can send them to the actual. I do believe we have an email, which should be in the doobly doo. Again, check the site for everything they always go up on rtgomer.com at 7 p.m. typically on Mondays but in this case it's going up 7 p.m. Thursday so so 7 p.m. check it if it's you know make sure it's there and that's 7 p.m. central time I should say um, so they'll always be there when, when we have an episode recorded and I'll and I'll keep I'll keep people abreast on the Twitter when we record an episode or when we're gonna miss one or what have you so so by the time you by the time you hear this episode, by the time you get to this point in the episode where I'm rambling my ass off, then um, <laughs> you guys will have seen all everything that needs to be seen on the Twitter as long as you're following it. Um, yeah. So there is there is all of that. Uh, speaking of Twitter and social media, Michelle, where could we find you? Uh, you can find me on the Twitter at Phoenix Eleven P H E O N I X One One, and I also have a YouTube channel. Um, that is um, the same, uh, H-E-O-N-I-X-1-1. 
and uh, recently have uploaded my epic two-part um, spoiler-filled endgame review uh, with my friend Adam. And yeah, the reason it's two-part is because we were going to stream, but then YouTube app decided that I don't qualify for streaming anymore, even though I've done it before. So instead of doing one long live video, we had to break it up because that's just how my phone works. It broke the files up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, if you if you don't mind all the spoilers, uh, if you don't mind um, watching two people sit in the car rambling about a movie for over an hour, um, please do check it out. Yes. Oh, and as for me, um, me personally, you can find me on most social medias under Gomer21XX. That's your Twitters, that's your Tumblrs, that's my main YouTube channel as well. Um, Instagram, which I'm kind of behind. I haven't been doing as much Pokemon stuff lately. But, you know, I, I do most of my Pokemon stuff there. Mostly shiny hunting, and I'll post shit there. Um, you can also find me on the Facebook under Gomer the Ranting Thespian, which, incidentally, if you put that into YouTube, you can find my main channel that way as well. And this particular show, you can also, again, you find it on Twitter at Thess Talk Show. And, of course, if you type in Thespian Talk into YouTube, you'll find the Thespian Talk YouTube channel. And, of course, this and all my other stuff is available on rtgomer.com. Where, again, every Monday, 7 p.m. Central Time, whenever we do an episode, that's when it goes up on the site. And that's pretty much the guaranteed way of being able to see every episode as they come live. Um, and, and the site does have one of those little like uh, email newsletters you can sign up for, too. So it'll let you know. <laughs> cool. Uh, uh, so there, there, there are many ways to keep abreast for the show and, and for things that we do. So with that, we will be back in two weeks. Uh, well, week and a half, technically. Yeah. It'll, you know, it, it'll be the 19th or 20th or so. So whichever date that's supposed to go up. But we'll know. So we will be back then. And until then, this is Gomer, the Ranting Thespian, with Michelle, signing off. Bye-bye.